so many. Uh, this one's the Party Boy one. Ah, yes. The Late Night Party Boys with me, Damien Vosk, and Ross Birdie. Thank you, Damien. Thank you for the introduction. Um, it's good to be back uh, in the stude. It's uh, industry slang for studio. Well, I've, well, I've been in the industry for a while and I've never heard that term in my life. The stude. You know, you're going to lay down some beats in the stude. You're going to... I mean, doing a podcast is a lot like laying down a beat. It is. It's all freestyle, baby. You don't plan anything. You don't write any music. You don't. You try to put in as l- the least amount of effort as possible, and just hope someone likes that. And SoundCloud rap is like a whole genre based on that. Oh, really? <coughs> yes. And they record in this dude. Um. Or they record in their parents' basement while they're just tripping off on Zannies. Oh yeah, we should we should do that sometime. It is magic mushroom season, Melbourne. <laughs> it is. Get out there and just and pick go, some mushrooms. Pick some pick pick some magic for yourself. Then go home to your stew department and and take them, take them in the stewed. <laughs> it's like a beat, and you got to lay it down. On your t- on your tongue, and then chew and, and swallow and. So what's been going on, Perds? I got Palmer brain. You got you you just ate a Palmer and now you're bloated. Yeah, well, it's like that, but my head's bloated. What is wrong with you? You can't hear today. <laughs> like your your ear. What what's going on with the ear? You said something about your ear. Well, my ear is either filled with fluid or it's filled with it's probably wax. And now you jump in the stude to wax lyrical. Yeah, you can say that. But wait, just, I mean, yeah, I think I've got, maybe it's a common thing. Maybe we've been out listening to music that's too loud or something. Because I've been thinking about earwax this week as well. Really? I, I actually have. I like, I've been getting targeted Facebook ads for like this weird silicon spiral. You can screw into your ear and it will p- push the earwax out. Old man problems. <laughs> I think, I think you know what? I think the algorithm heard us in the car uh, about last week when you were talking about having your crisis about turning 30 and you're asking uh, me uh, some old man advice and then it detected that we had old man problems and now it's given us earwax solutions. Look, it's good to know that if anything goes wrong, we do have the algorithm, the social media Facebook algorithm, listening in on us, ready to just recommend. 
it's just nice to know someone's listening and someone cares, you know? Because to sell to us. Yeah. Look, most people would ignore our problems, but the kind words and and the kind people at Facebook marketing and 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 Google marketing are just there for us. You know, when we need them the most. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you, Google. Thank you. It's that Palmer brain again. What is Palmer I, I, brain? I'm, I'm making this new thing now. <laughs> Wait, eat Palmer. You, you, eat, you eat Palmer and it messes up your head. <laughs> Can it happen with other foods or it's still known as Palmer brain even if, like, you eat I think any something he- else. Any heavy meat foods, <laughs> but I think I think just I think Palmer, chicken yeah. Palmer. But look, chicken is not the heaviest of meats. It's well, p- depends how much there is. On that, you d- I mean, I, it was a big portion, I guess. I mean, you were there. A pound of chicken is still the same weight as a pound of beef. You know, it's still a pound, and you pounded that Palmer. Yeah, and now it's pounding my head. And you can't hear. Oh, my God. Well, I was not hearing as well before I had the Palmer. So that was unrelated to the Palmer. It but could be related to full. the COVID that I'm still... Yeah. Still got the mild symptoms of. It's probably more, you know, that actual contagious illness that's been going around rather than just you eating a chicken. <laughs> like I think it's the chicken. You could come in here with your logic and your, oh, it's this, it's that. But no, it's 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 chicken palmer. It's palmer brain. That's the brand new thing. I mean, you were just dripping with COVID a week ago. It's probably just the COVID. Uh, Unless you think you got bird flu from that chicken. <laughs> I think so it's you co- very... <laughs> you recovered from COVID and got bird flu from eating a palmer. Sounds like the type of thing that would happen. <laughs> Sounds like something that would be in one of your shows. <laughs> I got bird food from eating a chicken palmer. Those chickens were sick. <laughs> they got diseased. Wow, <laughs> I'm Farmer Henry's diseased farm. We only serve diseased animals and make them into meat. We have diseased chickens. We make making... Hey, it's me, the Colonel from KFC. A lot of people refer to my chicken as the dirty bird. What people don't know is because they all have bird flu. Most of these birds have been euthanized, and we try to recycle their chicken bodies into Zinger burgers. Just me, your friendly Colonel. Now, is there a big market battle between the diseased <laughs> chickens and the euthanized chickens? <laughs> What? Uh, you're going to have to run me through that. Like, one's Farmer Dan. He has diseased animal farm. <laughs> yeah. And he, made, and he turns the diseased animals into food. But then there's the colonel, and he just euthanizes the chickens and makes them into chicken zinger burgers and all that. That's yeah. two different things. I mean, the diseased birds, they die from the disease. The euthanized... Oh, yeah, that's way worse. The euthanized birds, they, couldn't have, they might not have anything. Yeah. They might just be diagnosed with, I don't know, chicken dementia or something. <laughs> so their quality of life is going to go down. So they're going to get assisted. It's, yeah, it's uh, either suicide. Yeah, so this it's either like this is for the chicken's quality of life <laughs> rather than it being in a chicken nursing home and just 
dying a slow, a more sad death. I don't know if you'd want to ha- talk about rooster dementia. <laughs> where they wake up in the morning and we go cock-a-doodle. And then, <laughs> and then they, they forget. Remember. They don't remember. And it's very sad. And they forget what time it is. They come back an hour later and they're just like, cock it. What was it? I knew I had to do something. And then Farmer Dan never wakes up, so he never makes those diseased <laughs> chicken food. Jesus. What a weird line. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, he doesn't. And then then no one gets KFC. God damn it. And that's how the sausage is made. Which is something they do not make at KFC. Yeah, it's But not. they should. Yeah. Should they? Well, I, I don't know. If you can make chicken sausage. You can. There's, there's, uh, I've been to supermarkets. They have them. They, they've got plenty. Now, does the euthanized chicken, instead of having something injected into them, <laughs> do they just hang themselves with a chain of sausages? <laughs> um, Take your time. Oh, that's a tough one. Take your time. If I was a sick chicken, how would I want to end it all? Would you want to be euthanized? I think I'd like the jab. You know, I've just maybe it's just a fancy saying, but these last two years, I've just been programmed to get the jab. And I think if I was a diseased chicken, I'd get the jab. See, that's why I'm a free thinker. So I say the chicken should hang itself with a chain of sausages. Well, if that's the cost of freedom, I'm not willing to take it. You see, I haven't actually recorded an episode of my podcast for a while, so now I'm just... Oh, now I, I'm bringing those riffs into this yeah, one. Now you're venting the insanity <laughs> of diseased chicken farm. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> this podcast is usually followable. I mean... There's usually a thread. Kind something of. Something people can cling it, on to. Is there? Probably not. It's mostly us just... all good, Like all good podcasts, it's mostly just two, two mates crapping on. So... Is there a chain of sausages you can link, cl- cling on to? <laughs> and then you hang yourself with it. Think about it. Just think about, about it for I'm a second. About it. I'm thinking about think it. Thinking about I think about I've it. thought about it as much as I need to. <clears throat> this brings up... I'm going to take, take a peek behind the curtain yep. for a second. So, I'm compiling ideas for next year's festival show. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pitching two titles to you. Okay. What would you see? Okay, I feel like you just want my reaction to both. And you know one of them's going to be the one that shocks me. And that's probably the one you're going to go for. Uh, that's usually how these things go. Uh, All right, lay it on me. Uh, what is it? We'll see. Uh, okay. Brain Rockets. Yeah, brain Rockets. And cha- Chaotica Explodico. Hmm. I like the second one. It's just sounds phonetically sillier. Yes. See, and here's the thing. I'm just see that's the thing. I've got a whole year, and I'm still gonna do Doomsday a couple times. But I'm sitting mm. there thinking, well, what I gotta next? write what? What's next? Gotta write the next show. So I've got some idea about I'm hosting like a a, qu- a kids quiz show. A what? A kids quiz. A show. quiz show. Okay, I heard something different. No, not a quid show. A quid. Like a, a kid's 
not a kid squid show where it's like a donkey show and kids <laughs> screw squids. Well, Is that, that what your mind was speaking? That's not where it went at all. I thought you just said a queer kid show instead that of a quid because it was not enunciated. So I'm like, oh, yeah, very quiz, progressive. Quiz. Quiz. Kids, kids quiz show. There we go. Kids quiz show. I think it's like, well, maybe about to. I think it's more telling your mind went to a kid squid show. Well, it doesn't exist, so I'm actually just very imaginative. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, that may be too imaginative. (laughs) The algorithm might have listened. It's the type of of imagination that you might try to if you try to act on, you'll get arrested. (laughs) (laughs) It's the pedophile's defense. I'm not a pedophile. I'm just. Creative <laughs> around just got, just got ages. Ima- just, just got an imagination about. <laughs> I put the four and the one back to front, and that makes uh, forty-one, not fourteen, Your Honor. You see, some people they get their partner to put on like a school uniform as part of role play. Mm. I'm thinking, what if they actually need the school uniform? But to go to school because they're school aged. Okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> That's what I said, but then they put the cuffs on me. (laughs) (laughs) They said you're sick. And that's the type of thing that uh, could get taken out of context. They'll clip that audio out. Don't. We'll get pissed off. We'll piss off some alt writers, and then they'll clip that audio out and say, see, the Mm. late night party boys are pedophiles. Yeah. You'll lose that SNL job. (sighs) Well, no. Or you'll get it? I'll get the SNL job. But then you'll lose it. No, that's if I say something really racist. Okay, well then you say. Fi- I was thinking more of not long, do that. along the the Dan Harmon lines. Oh, okay. Remember that? No, your pop culture knowledge is infinitely better than mine. Well, what happened? They made, he made a bunch of videos. We started off with his mates and all that, making something called Channel One Hundred One. Yeah, it was like a series of like online videos, and they do like screamings of it at bars and stuff. And one of the things was he was doing a parody of the show Dexter. Remember Dexter? Oh, yeah, I remember that show. Very popular. Uh, Serial killer. Well, but he was like a, 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 good, a good, one of the a, good, a good ones. He, he kills killers. Yeah. So he made like a parody of it called Daryl where he was a pedophile that seeks... Other pedophiles? And he's pedophile that seeks kids that he kn- travels back in time and knows they're going to grow up to be pedophiles. Oh, the whole thing accumulates in him humping like a baby doll. Well, isn't that just like perpetuating the cycle of abuse? So he's probably creating more pedophiles than... I mean, does he create them? or? or See, I don't think he fought that hard about it. I think you're yeah. just going for the shock value image of... I mean, it is pretty shocking. Him humping a baby doll. So That's fair. He's a very left-wing publicly man, and the alt-right didn't much care for him. So they took that thing out of context mm. and say, well, clearly this is evidence that Dan Harmon's a pedophile. And they kept smearing him with it. Hmm. Got to the point where... He had to hump a granny to even it out. Yes. Well, they had to release... That's a- how you save your reputation. The net, uh, uh, so it was affecting the Rick and Morty production. Oh, yeah. They kept going on about it, so... So, like, the network had to release a, a, s- some, what, so a press release statement? saying, look, look, we don't agree with this video, mm. but also, pretty much saying, but also, we're not going to fire him. Yeah, he writes too good. 
Yeah, the show makes he too writes much, the show makes too much money. He for writes us. too good. We can't have ethics now. I mean, who are we gonna get a right to to write this thing? I mean, I mean, we, we, I mean he also didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. He, we didn't do anything wrong. He was we, only guilty of creativity, like you, Purdy. We gave a show to a white supremacist. We have no ethics. Mm, did they? Yes, we did. Oh wow! Yeah, that's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it got cancelled because of the controversy. Yeah. But he was working under that sort of, am I being ironic? Am I not? Oh. Turns out he was not. There you go. So now we're going down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like the idea of him, like, trying to repair his reputation by doing GILF videos. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just releasing a whole series of <laughs> grannies I'd like to fornicate with and... Been, look, I don't know, my kids, it's, um, it's actually the opposite. Look at this. Well, and then Dan Harmon's... Also, even out to the middle. Dan Harmon is obsessed with the story circle. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And that whole Joseph Campbell, mm. uh, what's it called? It's a, like t- story structure. Pretty yeah. The, ho- the, the whole atonement with the god and meeting the goddess and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and then the third paying act. a large cost to... Yeah, you leave your comfort zone to mm. achieve something, and then you come back to your comfort zone, but you have learned something. Yeah. So... Pretty much. He lives it. Humping the baby doll is him, like, crossing the threshold. Yeah. Then the blowback. That's, like, I guess the second act. Very meta. But then, well, very fitting of Dan Harmon. It's true. Who always goes up his own ass. (laughs) And now he's going up an old lady's ass. To even it out. To even it out. And that's, like, the... The cost he must pay. The alt-right is getting upset. That's, like, the dark... Third act or whatever, <laughs> dark second act, and then the ending is him setting it right by heaving it out by humping the granny. Yeah, there we go. And I th- think we now make our channel 101 about Dan Harmon <laughs> and we do the Dan Harmon story. I think I was gonna say, I mean, I think we just made the community movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, our bet's pretty much just Dan Harmon. So he does, he does the same thing. <laughs> so he goes through that. Yeah, I, I need to still watch the rest of that. Uh, yeah, I, you're, you're like, you don't have to. Well, I, I, last see, couple of seasons, not worth it. Well, go yeah, back. season four, that's the season he wasn't a part of. Yeah. Then he got back for season five and six, which are an improvement, mm. but... Remember really Still not enjoying super, it. Not super great. I think the first three seasons. Yeah, I think C- call yeah. it call it quits, Ben. That's pretty much when I did. Ben, you you called quits at a good time. All right, there we go. Uh, I need to find more more good comedy Rex. I'll get you a Rex after the show. You're always on the forefront, <laughs> there, Perds. Um, yeah. What else you got planned for this new show? I've I've started writing some new stand up bits around town. Did my last week. Did a gig in a restaurant. She's always the best place for comedy. Is this the one at Footscray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not 100% sure if I'm on this week or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It was actually a really fun gig. Um, Went went pretty well. But, like, yeah, most of the audience were just people also eating Palmer's. So they had Palmer brain. They had Palmer brain. And you can't laugh. At it's a hard to laugh when you got Palmer brain. It is. Or you can't appreciate a good stand-up joke. Yeah, when you just got Palmer on the brain. You got Palmer brain, yeah. God knows what the conditions of those <laughs> birds were. They are probably sick birds. 
well, and then you don't know whether they're euthanized or, or just died from or disease. Just died from <laughs> disease. These these crumbed fucking these these crumbed cheesy chicken bits. Like you don't know that the life of that bird when you shovel it into your gob. Like you know, sometimes you want to know. I ask. I always ask the chef: Was this bird euthanized? <laughs> Or did it die from disease? <laughs> <laughs> and was it free range? I think this is going to be a bit. <laughs> I don't know if it's going on my show or Party Boys. <laughs> yeah. It sounds more of a me thing than a Party <laughs> yeah, Boys. Yeah, probably. I've probably gone down the rabbit hole of, I don't know. I mean, maybe we could. <laughs> maybe <you> could <laughs> I mean, it could just be as simple as like a, a guy at a restaurant asking like just heaps of details about the death of the chicken. Did it have a good life? Did its family love it? When it came time for this bird to pass on to the next world, was it disease? Or did it make an, make a choice? I don't know, man. The chicken just comes frozen. Like, this <laughs> This is Melbourne. We need to know where this stuff comes from. I'm going to give this place a bad review if I don't know exactly the way the where and the circumstances surrounding this bird's death. Speaking of comedy wrecks and then not, not knowing how a bird dies, <laughs> I was re-watching uh, a show called Xavier Renegade Angel and there was a thing where the main character goes to a, uh, a like a, an, ethical, an ethical meat restaurant mm. And they pretty much just pamper the animals. They give it foot rubs, massages. <laughs> they give yeah. it nice baths. And then only when it dies, of, <laughs> only when it dies of natural causes, do they think of like serving it. Yeah. <laughs> dear, dear Lord, that's bad. Not a bad bit. Not a bad bit. I used to have a joke about oh, ages ago, about like, you know. When you buy chicken at Coles, it says RSPCA approved, and it's like meant to be the Royal Society uh, for Protection Against Cruelty of Animals. And I'm like, you're approving dead birds. This is so hypocritical. <laughs> you just approve bird murder, and you're like, yeah, we protect them. Like we're we're protecting the animals. Are you? Because I could just put it in my gob. You, you just you didn't do a good job at this one. Like this one, not very well protected. Its body's chopped into bits. Like some serial killer. Some chicken serial killers just massacred all these birds. And you're like, fine with us. Where's the chicken Dexter, huh? Yeah. Where's the chicken Dexter? <laughs> Where's the chicken murderer who only kills worse chicken murderers? Is that, that's the premise, right? And then his chicken father, or his chicken stepfather, <laughs> taught him because... Getting him to kill chickens that got off <laughs> from being tried and chicken convicted is easier than dealing with your ch chicken that has chicken murdering tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Continuing the cycle of chicken serial killing. <laughs> That's a cycle of abuse for you. I mean... What is this podcast become? <laughs> it really There's so many layers to this <laughs> insanity right now. It really but is. Like, it really is just Palmer brain right now. It's Palmer brain or yeah, it's Palmageddon. <laughs> it's like it's full on. We've gone down a rabbit hole of 
chicken meat. But that's okay. Well, that's the thing, right? You go down a rabbit hole because a man in a black coat offers you a red palmer or a blue palmer. <laughs> <laughs> and it allows you to see the palmer for what it really is. If you choose a red palmer, it's seasoned with Italiano sauce, tr- the traditional way. And it's really not that dangerous. If you eat the blue palmer, well, that's just gone cold. And that's just a bad decision. But you'll see how far down the rabbit hole food poisoning takes you. So what is it? The blue palmer is like the risky one in this situation. <laughs> you take the red palmer. Oh, no. You take the blue palmer. No. Hold on. How does that quote go? You, you take the red palmer. You get bloated. You go to sleep. You wake up. And everything's the same. You take the blue palmer. See how far down this rabbit hole goes. You get food poisoning, you puke out your guts, you hallucinate. You really feel something, maybe for the first time in your life. Which one's it going to be? I think I'm going to go to Red Palmer. Yeah, that's that's what most people go for. Yeah. Yeah, they have really good experiences with the one that's still warm. Yeah, I imagine it, like, tastes good. I don't like the idea of puking and hallucinating, to be honest. Yeah, it's not one of our most popular items, like... I, I've told them we should just take it off the menu. I, I don't know. No one's ordered a blue palmer. It's just like they want to know why it's blue. What made it so cold? Why would I eat something that's going to make me violently ill for a week? But, you know, chefs. <laughs> he in, insisted and in it's staying the, in, on the in, menu. In the back kitchen. Why do they never take the blue palmer? <laughs> I worked at blue palmer specifically. <laughs> Become part of the resistance. <laughs> Uh, the blue palmer. Yeah, never take the blue palmer. Never take the blue palmer. Just don't take it. Not worth it. Actually, I would, honestly, just to get a few days off work, I would take the blue palmer. That's just what it does. They start advertising it. You get time off work for it. Yeah, you just call it. It's, it's a sick day. I mean, I could take it without making myself violently ill, but I'd feel like a liar. <laughs> you I know? Mean. And I'm just an, just an honest... Honest, God-fearing man. I mean, also, I just want to save up them sickies, you know? Mm. Save up them sickies. All at once. (laughs) And then the day before you get back, just so you look like you've been sick, then you eat the blue palmer. (laughs) Then turn up to work and be like, you see, I wasn't lying. This is actually me at, like, 70%. 70%. I was at 10%. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten food poisoning before? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, look, I'm talking to you. <laughs> of course, you've gotten food poisoning. Ross, po- Iron Gut 30, <laughs> they call me. <laughs> you, ate, you ate milk that. You drank milk that had gone off for a week <laughs> it after hadn't it. Gone it, off. <laughs> it had gone off. It was just too much sugar in it. <laughs> it was prop milk. That was left out in the sun. <laughs> was it like, you drink it for I like a week. how you add more and more details. It had fur on top of it. Yeah, and it, you, that's exactly it. And you just and you just said, "This is just milk kombucha. It's fine. It's good for you when it has the mold." 
Well, you know, you're supposed to. It helps you build the tolerance up. <laughs> you're like, this it is gives just you mold mold <laughs> immunity. This is just a milk Scooby. It's a kombucha thing. You wouldn't understand. You're just not as refined as me. And then you scraped the mold off that milk and chugged it. And then you got violently ill. I did get ill after licking raw ham. <laughs> Man, that was a while ago. That was an that, old that bit. Was, that was so long ago. That was like six years ago or something. Well, six years. It was a headline spot. <laughs> it was a headline spot. Melbourne sp- has standards. <laughs> We're just gonna get a guy in the in the. Everyone's been waiting the whole night for this. We're gonna get a guy just to lick some ham. It was the Mechanics Institute, if you remember that. Yeah, it was an alternative comedy gig. So that's exactly what they'd book as the headline spot. And in the back of my head, I was thinking, "See, this is how far I've come." In the back <laughs> of my head, I was thinking, "This is it. This is gonna be my last gig ever." <laughs> a poker party bond. I've been brownlisted. Well, I had I didn't know that yet, but <laughs> I f- had a feeling. <laughs> so I said, oh, this is my last gig ever. And I wasn't going to tell anyone because, you know, the sacrifice and, and That's whatever. what you're doing wrong. you got to tell people when you're thinking of the last <laughs> gig ever. And then it will launch you because they'll be like, we want it. We want this. Oh, yeah. I will pro- maybe would have won an award if I. Yeah, just say I'm going to quit comedy and then just don't. <laughs> And that's the mystery. That was the problem. The biggest joke of all. That was the problem. I didn't tell people I was thinking of quitting. But then I didn't because guess who rang up and said, look, kid, I think you got something. Let's do a fucked jungle show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was exact, those exact words. Really? Oh, probably. <laughs> and look how far we've come. Not really that much further, but still it feels like <sighs> a long way. A little bit. Yeah, we're definitely refining it. I mean... We took two steps forward and only half a step back. That's how it happens. That's pretty good. The comedy's tough. It's it is t- It is very tough. It's a tough gig. Yeah. Even if you're like, your heart is in the right place and your mind is of pure wit. Uh, a lot of people won't see that for a long time. No, and no, that's why you got to give them... you got to give them the blue palmer. If they take the blue palmer... They get that shock to the system. And they wake up. And they start having th- new thoughts. If they have the red palmer, they've just had a nice Italian dinner. And they learn nothing. They learn nothing. I want to push the boundaries of palmers. Everybody always wants a nice <laughs> red sauce palmer. I want them to have the cold palmer. <laughs> That makes them a sick. That <laughs> makes them a puke. And you learn nothing from eating a normal palmer. <laughs> nothing. Sure, it feels good, but you don't remember. Should I stop trying to teach people lessons from food that ain't good? Yes. Well, I, that's the only way I know how. Who is this character now? Is this Palmer Dexter? Uh, this <laughs> is... L- I, was, I was going for, like... That was almost like a Batman. It was. A Palmer Batman. I was, but in the back of my head, I'm like, well, you got to connect to what was already said. So. Yeah, true. Went on my own tangent there. I protect this city from Palmers that have gone bad. I have a kind of Palmer passenger follows me around to have the Palmer. 
<laughs> what is going on? That's Palmer Dexter. Oh, that's Palmer. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched Dexter. Uh, that was probably a... He, yeah, I should have mentioned he, that. Um, he has this thing he calls a dark passenger. Yeah. Which is pretty much just the feeling oh. of wanting to kill. Okay. So, Palmer Passenger. If you saw um, Dexter, you'll yeah, realize how brilliant... I thought you was. were doing a Robin reference, and I'm like, Passenger... If I was Robin, I'd be more like this. That's true. I don't know. What's a gr- what's who's, what's greedy Robin? Greedy Robin. Gritty. What's oh, gritty? Gr- what's gritty Robin? Hmm. Like at the end of. There have been a few yeah Robins that are kind of gritty. Yeah, but now there's right. gr- gritty Batman, and he's like this, and he speaks like this. But Robin, what's gritty Robin? Robin's always like a you know he's like an acrobat and a, a just a little boy really, right? Yeah, how do you be a gritty little boy? Gritty I keep saying, co- little t- boy. I said to the court, he was a boy, but he was a gritty little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that made it okay. Then they put the cuffs on me. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. That's how we do it here at the LMPB. There's callbacks galore. You don't know when they're coming. And Is then it hand-fisted? You better believe it. <laughs> Is it ham licked? Yes. That's how we get you sick. Sick. We get you the, get into the sickness of this comedy. Come on, get up. Get down with the sickness. Get down with the sickness. Get down with the sickness. So what's the plan with these podcasts? We're going to try and... Be more consistent, that's for sure. Regularity. Yeah, keep it regular. Metamucil, this thing. Mm. Just, uh, yeah, we're... I, I think we're going to probably introduce a couple of guests from time to time. Yeah. Just for fun. Why Occasionally. Not? So there's a third person who gets confused. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, like, it's, I mean, me getting confused all the time, that's no fun. That's my standard state of being. But, you know, being somewhat involved and understanding what's going on and confusing a third person is, that's just, that's just nice. If there's a difference between this and Destroys Comedy, it's that there's... Two people to confuse one? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I know the podcast that I did on uh, Destroys Comedy, uh, that was actually pretty coherent. The the Rex Gavison one with uh, Nikki and Schuster. Sometimes it is coherent, and those are bad episodes. <laughs> <laughs> They're the bad ones? Nah. <laughs> it's a little bit of this, it's what in the biz we call a joke. Uh, fair enough. I like how you you, you rate your co- podcast uh, success on how confusing it is to some, someone with no point of reference. No, nah, it's a failure. Everyone who listened to this would understand it. There was like a proper a proper through line, and people understood the jokes, and that's just not what I'm about. There was good threads that emerged, and then it tied in. Like those are the bad episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about deleting them all. <laughs> you know, that's just not what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> I just need to, maybe if I can go back to the stewed, chop it up, maybe it's salvageable. Maybe I should do that right now. Yeah, we'll see if we can save this episode. You guys have been great. Thank you for listening. LNPB. Tune in next week. Out.